the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We have Tina on the line, and we have four open lines. If you have a car question, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Tina, I want to tell you something. Um, Gil talks to me in my headphones. Sometimes he tells me stories, and sometimes he tells me jokes or whatever. So then he says to me, you got a one-on-one on line four. And um, I don't have to ask anything <laughs> about that because as a former policeman, a one-on-one is a female. And uh, But I'm surprised that he used that terminology. But nevertheless, it's I don't mean to be offensive. Um, he has said, you got a hairy-chested guy with a mouthful of marbles on line six. <laughs> and I ask him, well, how do you know he's hairy-chested? But nevertheless, Tina, we know that you have my attention. How can I help you? Well, he's funny. Thank you, Mark. Um Yes, I have a broken heart. No, I'm kidding. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I just had to say that. But That's no, good. I do have a car, a couple issues on my car. And okay. I wanted to ask you, there's actually two issues on my car. And I wanted to talk to you about them. Okay. So I have a, Lex, I have a, Lex, a 2006 Lexus GS300 with 202,900 miles on it. Okay. And it's. It's been a really good car, and but I've, okay, so in the last, I don't know, six, eight months, I've needed, I can tell I need front suspension okay. issues and, and had issues there, so it, so I knew struts. So I've gotten a couple quotes and a couple things. Of course, Lexus was ridiculous. Lexus dealership, forget it, too much. Then Pep Boys, and they were going to work with me on it. But long story short, what I ended up doing is I ended up buying, thought I could handle it kind of myself with a a friend that is a repair. He's a car repair mechanic. He's a good guy. He actually works in a shop, so he knows what he's doing. And we, we ordered full assembly struts, front full assembly struts from online parksgeek.com. And got them, and he replaced them, and that was it was great, but it didn't really work well because okay. the car stop, seemed... stop, 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 stop. Sure. Stop. We, we've gone this far, but I don't know what the symptoms were, and that's where we need to start. Oh. I want to know what the car was doing at the very beginning to see if I agree with the struts were bad. So tell me, what, what oh. was it doing? Okay, it was seemed low on the road, seemed lower okay. than n- normal. Okay. It was squeaking very bad, 
um, around like corners and on bumps, squeaking. Okay. And let's see. Um, and when I ha- took it to the car shop, especially Pet Boys, they said, yes, you need new front struts. Okay, well, I don't agree with that because was- your symptoms don't match that. So, uh, I mean. And I, I think do- you're, and, and I can already tell you're right because it's really the the bushings that need to be replaced. Well, yeah, but, but we don't normally have customers tell us that the bushings, um, they can hear the bushings because, you know, you can spray them with some armor all and, and, uh, or rubber treatment and sometimes knock the noise right out of them. But we don't usually, and if there is a noise from a bushing that's dry, it's typically intermittent and it's not all the time. So I know that hmm. you've got 200,000 miles on the car. What, we, what we're missing here, Tina, is, is that somebody should have diagnosed this. When we replace struts, and you spent a hell of a lot of money on struts, when we replace those, there are specific symptoms. We've got a tire wear issue that's related to the collapse of the bushing on the strut or the strut itself. We've got a knocking noise. We've got an oil leak at the strut. We've got something that we can't align it because the strut is is, is failed so bad. We have lots of different symptoms, but we work off of symptoms. And it's you're you're working off of you know popular mechanics, and 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 I think what what we should do first is is we should have somebody look at the symptoms and determine what's what happens if they call you back and they say you need two lower bushings on one side and that's all you need, what happens then? So that's well, kind of what I'm what needs to, to happen. <laughs> what what part do you, what part town do you live in? Um. Kind of um, Desert Ridge area. Okay, North I seventeen. You know, no, actually Desert Ridge, um, Tatum, and one hundred one. Okay, well, I would make an appointment at Blackwell's at Fortieth and Greenway, and just tell them I want to take someone for a short ride. I promise not to have them for more than fifteen or twenty minutes. I'm very capable, and I've been practicing on making my car to make the noise or make the feel. And and I'd like to take someone for a ride, and then I'd like you to diagnose it and give me an estimate. That's how that's how it should properly be handled. And you can say, is there a charge for the diagnosis or the test drive um, to, for me to demonstrate the problem? And if there is, usually we have some shops have a $25 minimum. Some of them have a $50 minimum. Because a lot of times what happens is you end up fixing the car for the 50 bucks. So I'm going to tighten this bolt or I'm going to spray a little of this here and now you're set. So, um, But I, that's what I would do. If you're up in Desert Ridge and, and I recognize that's at, at the 101 and the 202 up north, then I would uh, I would call Blackwell. He's your closest shop. Right, right. Okay, yes. All right, well, um, okay. I did will anybody align part. it? Did you, did you align it after they put the new struts on? No. Well, that's a really bad move because the struts are adjustable, and that's how we align cars. And when we're aligning the cars, we're actually using the thickness of a hair um, to set the alignment. And so you don't. You, I mean, now you now you run the risk of, of of damaging one or both of the front tires because no one aligned it. So the path you took wasn't really the best path for you. The only suggestion I make is is. You diagnose it first, and then you decide what you're going to do. You might have diagnosed it, and let's pretend it was front shocks. At that point, you can call some of the the uh, shops like Pep Boys and Firestone and those those lower tiered shops, 
and ask them mm-hmm. to price you a, a pair of struts. Then you can go to the to the to the independent auto repair shops that are owned by guys and families and stuff. And then you can go to the dealer and you can do a lot of that over the telephone. And then you can sit down and decide what you want to do. But there's three tiers of 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 experience. It's I mean I have guys that have worked for me for 20 years. Ron and Eddie and my son Alan and uh, Jeff and Sean and these guys are all master techs and this would have been on a 1 to 10 scale to diagnose your car would have been a 3 for them but I also have guys that change oil young men that work for me and for them it would be a (laughs) 9 so if I need Uh a diagnosis I'm going to use the old guys with gray hair and 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 you can tell an old technician because his grease his fingernails are greasy and you can tell he's old because he has hair in his ears and probably in his nose and you'll know that but Blackwell's (laughs) you'll find plenty of those guys there okay Okay. Okay. We'll do. I'll do that. And um, my second, the second issue, Mark, is the engine light comes on periodically, and then it says check VSC. And I've looked up VSC in my manual quite a bit, and before that it seemed to have to do with the gas cap. But do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I, I would have to look it up specifically. But, um, I mean, a cheap, if you want the best cheap guess, is everybody's going to tell you to go put a new gas cap on it, and you can do that if you want. But right, what's going on right. is is the vap- evaporative system is supposed to suck the fumes off your tank, the fumes, not the liquid gas, the fumes. Okay. We suck the fumes, and we send them to the motor. So if the VSC is, is what you're talking about, um, then there's a problem there because the computer is commanding for this pump to do that or this valve to open up and, and it's not happening. So the computer's setting a code saying, you know, I'm trying to do this evacuation or I'm trying to suck the fumes off this tank and I, I'm not seeing uh, the, 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 the success uh, numbers. And so you have to go in and figure out what's the matter with it. Blackwell can do that too. There's three parts of that. To, to look at the code, then to interpret the code, and then do some testing to determine what in the system is defective and then bid the repair. So there's actually four steps in there. And you can say to Blackwell, I don't want you to do the repair. I just want you to do the diagnosis. And he can, and then he's going to sit down on the diagnosis. But you can't take, Tina, you can't take your car to another shop and have them do the repair that some other shop diagnosed. Because you're going to get in the middle of two guys and the second guy didn't do it right, but he wants to blame the first guy. The first guy says no. I diagnosed it correctly, and then he's forced to fix the car from the second shop that screwed it up, and nobody wants to do that. So I know in our shop, we just don't get in the middle of those kinds of things. We just don't get in the middle of them. If somebody comes in and says, I I have a diagnosis, I want you to look at it too, no, we're not doing that. We're just not doing that. That's just the recipe for disaster for the customer, for the customer. Mm -hmm. So you've already spent a lot of money, um, and I'll... You know, I'm I'm sorry that that happened. I wish you'd have called me last week or last month. But um, I've been I just... listening to you a while, Mark, and I and I was like, I need to call him. I need to call him. But I just didn't have. I don't know. I just didn't know if I had the info to call you. But on the on the check engine light, I have noticed on my car it does have more exhaust smell, a stronger exhaust smell in the last I don't okay. know. Well, and, year and, and or is, whatever. 
Okay. Now, when I hear that, I know that it's running rich. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yes. so there's a lot of things that can make the fuel economy fall. So I'm going to say the first thing I'm going to say is, hey, hey, Tina, how's your fuel economy? And I'm hoping you're going to give me the truth. And the truth is, I don't notice any difference. It's gone down. It's gone up. Those are the three answers. I don't know. It's gone up or it's gone down. Those are the three answers. But in, and if you if you say I can make it happen, I have to drive on the freeway for six miles. Then I can get off the exit. I can zip over to, let's pretend Blackwell shop. You zip over to Blackwell shop, and it'll stink right there. Boom! Come on, do let's do it. So I'll have somebody out in the parking lot, and and you go drive and come in. Then we smell it, and and we go, yeah, it's running rich. So now we have to figure out why is there too much fuel being delivered to your engine, and why isn't your engine converting that fuel to power? And now we're in the diagnostic process, and and in your car under those circumstances, eight out of ten times when you find it, it's it's this. It's one hundred twenty six dollars and seventy five cents to find it, and it's four dollars and fifty cents to fix it because I got to plug fix this it. hose in <laughs> because it right, came out right. or something silly. Okay. That's the bottom. So anyway, got to run, Tina. Thank you very much. That we have open lines available at six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. 602-508-0960. We have five lines open, and Gil is our engineer. He's driving the train. He's the one that edits out all the bad words I use and all the stupid things I say so that when we post all of our radio shows on the website, you can go in. Now, if you go to my website, MarkSalem.com, you can look at the shows without the commercials. So really, instead of a two-hour show, it's an hour and 30 minutes. And the shows there sans the commercials. So if you want to do that, MarkSalem.com, and, uh, and you can listen to any show you want. We'll be right back. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive. And getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com Cable news. Noisy, out of touch, on repeat. Tired of all the lookalikes? So are we. Salem News Channel is here to change the game. Streaming 24-7 free on your TV with the greatest collection of conservative voices. Home to Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Like you, we say what's wrong and what's right. Unfiltered and unapologetic. Salem News Channel. We're the answer to the mainstream media. Learn more at snc.tv. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cords. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. To be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. 
Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the why as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the why. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Welcome back, everybody. 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We're going to go straight to the phones because Joan has been waiting some period of time. And, Joan, I'm going to take you right out of the chute. How can I help you today? Thank you very much, Mark. Happy New Year to you, and I appreciate you taking my call. Uh, my daughter has a 2005 Chevy Cobalt, about 98,000 miles on it, and it won't start. But uh, it has not been driven and has been parked outside for about two years. Um, I don't know if it has any gas or oil in it. So I originally was going to call AAA to come and check the battery. And if the battery was good, you know, we got a new one, I would uh, drive it to a dealer, you know, I mean, an auto shop, to, um, you know, get uh, checked out for, um, you know, the... Uh, you know, 98,000-mile checkup and all that stuff. Uh, but someone told me not to do that. They said that it has to be, the gas tank has to be drained and cleaned out first. And I did call a uh, auto shop, and they said, they kind of laughed at me and said that's a very expensive thing to do. Okay, so stop, then I stop, called, stop, 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 stop. We, we, we have just gone so far afoul from the fence. Let me ask you some questions. Sure. When you try to start the car, what happens? It doesn't start. Does it go rrr, 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 rrr? No, nothing. So when you hit the nothing. key, nothing happens. Okay. Right. Well, you can't ha- Let's start at the beginning of your story because I'm going to lose my, you've overloaded my RAM, so to speak. We have to charge a battery before we can condemn it. There's no such thing as going out to your car and saying, oh, the battery has 8 volts. It's bad. No, it doesn't. You have to charge it. The only way you can test a battery is when you charge it first. You can test a battery at 8 volts and they all fail. But that doesn't mean it's bad. You have to charge it first. So why don't you take your car, take have somebody take the battery out of your car and take it to the local auto zone and have them charge it and test it. Why don't you do that? And then if it needs a new battery, you can buy a battery from them and then you can have someone install it in your car. That will get the engine to crank over. Somehow or another, we went from a no start because the engine doesn't crank to a fuel system problem, but we don't know it's a fuel system problem until we get the motor to to crank over. And if it cranks over and it has no fuel, then you check fuel pressure and you check the fuel pump relay and you make sure that everything's working and that we're forcing fuel forward to the engine. I don't know how we got to, to, to cleaning out the fuel tank. I only do that no. once every three years. 
someone who were, has worked on cars said that I have to do that, otherwise I'm going to ruin the car if I don't have it cleaned. Okay, out we'll throw first. take. We're going to take him out of the of the uh, of the library sure. of experts. Okay? okay, we're going to take Go him ahead. and shove him aside. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Then I was told by a couple auto shops <sighs> to get Lucas Octane Booster. Okay, we're not going to put anything in the gas tank because that's not going to fix anything. Let's move on. You really think? No, I know you don't. But no one believes you're going to put something in the gas tank and make it start. When we hit the key, nothing happens. We have to have three things. We have to have the engine go, and we need spark and fuel. You don't have the engine going, you don't even know if you have spark or fuel because the engine won't crank. So all of a sudden, these experts are telling you what to do. Do they know that the engine doesn't crank? Do they know that there's no electrical supply to the engine? Do they know the battery is dead? How can they diagnose your car over the phone and tell you that you have no spark or no fuel when no one can get the thing to crank over? So it's, you know, I know that you've talked to a lot of people. The best advice is... Yeah. Have have somebody tow it to a shop that's reputable and say to them, it doesn't crank over. Um, another thing you could do, do you have AAA or towing or anything like yes. that? Yes, I okay. do. I do. Okay, you can have it towed anywhere you want. What, what part right. of town do you live in? In Fountain Hills. Okay, uh, Fountain Hills. Oh, um, I know who you could go up. Fountain Hills, Fountain Hills. Talk on it. I don't. I don't know anybody. You know, I'm going to tell you, I think I think there's, yes, there is. There's a AAA auto repair shop that's tied to the towing company. I think it's a company operation. I think that's your best move because of your geographic location. I would call AAA. They're going to ask you if they can tow it to their AAA-approved auto repair shop, and I, I suggest you say yes, and I suggest you say I want them to call me before they do any work and explain what the diagnostic charges are going to be. Okay. That's what I think you should do. So you, uh, I, you're recommending a AAA auto repair shop would be a good place to start with. That's the first time in 20 years I've ever done that. It's because of your geographical location. It's because of where you're at. And um, I, I, I used to tow for AAA, and I was at one time a AAA-approved independent auto repair shop. Uh-huh. I objected to some of the, to some of the, uh, they wanted it, in Mark Salem's opinion, they wanted me to treat their customers different than everybody else. And I just, that wasn't anything uh-huh. I could stomach. So I respectfully declined to renew my membership with AAA. And that, that goes back to the 80s. So I'm I'm doing something I haven't done since the 80s. I'm recommending a AAA shop because of your geographic location, <laughs> and I think well, I think you are best served for that. Well, if I have a towed, I could really take it anywhere. So, I mean, I have a you know okay. 100 miles of towing. Okay. Well, then I would take it to Action Auto at I. You can go to Action Auto at I-17 in Deer Valley. I-17 in Deer Valley. It's called Action Auto. Uh huh. You can go. Do you have access to the internet? Yes. Go to MarkSalem.com. Right. MarkSalem, spelled like the cigarette, dot com. Right. And then click on the best car repair shops and find one close to you. And those, all those shops are grade A shops as far as I'm concerned. 
and I know them personally. I have their cell phone numbers, and I want to tell you, I might field one complaint on that list of shops every five years. Wow. These guys know what they're doing, and they can fix your car. That's what I want to know. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you so very much. Appreciate okay, it. Okay, good luck Thank to you, you, Joan. You bet. Thank you. Folks, the me- the message there is you can't get your car fixed by popular vote. Because the first thing I was able to ask Joan was, does it crank over? And she said, no. Well, we need three things. We need the motor to go, rrr, 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 rrr. and then we need spark and fuel delivered on time. <laughs> and so even if it cranks over but doesn't catch... That means we're missing spark or fuel. Well, spark is spark plugs, wires, crankshaft sensor, camshaft sensor, a PCM, a, a bad ground. Uh, there's a variety of reasons why. But then it's, if, if, if it's your fuel system, then it could be the fuel pressure regulator. It can be the fuel pump relay, or it can be the fuel pump. You see all those dynamics? So you can't possibly have somebody tell you that you need a fuel pump and to wash out your gas tank. We don't even know if it's a fuel-related problem. What we do know is we have a starting system and a charging system and a battery that have gone to heaven. Something's wrong in that. So we need a good battery to crank the engine over, and once the engine cranks over, then what happens is the computer sees the cranks and it, and it, it yawns and it says okay I'll flip the switch for the spark and I'll flip the switch for the fuel so fuel is sprayed into the engine spark ignites it the thing starts it goes to 600 rpm the computer goes okay I guess she wants to go to the circle K and that's what happens so it's that simple. All right, if you have a car question or, or you want to talk about some problem with your car or if you don't like what I'm saying, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. One of the best transmission shops in the entire town is at 40th Street in Washington. It's called Automatic Transmission Exchange. I know lots of shop owners. There's some I, I respect with all my heart, but there's a very few that I don't. And Automatic Transmission Exchange been around since 1968, and Phil's a good guy, and he's a good transmission shop. So if you have a bad problem, then Automatic Transmission Exchange is a place I suggest you go. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Tune in to cover your assets with Logan Marcus. So being a fiduciary at its heart really just requires that you to be effective, responsible, communicative, and competent. Get on the right path to achieve your retirement goals. This is something that we'll want to customize and talk to you about specifically, tailor make it to your circumstances. Cover your assets with Logan Marcus, Saturdays at 4 p.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, 
Talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot. Uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I, I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I don't want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org to learn more. Okay, 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Uh, Auto Dynamics is in Sun City, and there's lots of shops in the Sun City area, but the only one I can personally recommend is Automotive Dynamics. I've known Chuck Nide since um, the late, 80, late, late 70s, early 80s. I know him. I know how he's wired. Uh, I know he's a good guy. I know he insists on perfection, sometimes probably a little too much perfection. However, I think as we get older and we get grayer, we're smarter. <laughs> and so I can only tell you that they're on the north side of Grand um, and just west of 99th Avenue, Automotive Dynamics. And it's the shop, the only shop, I'm sorry to tell you, in Sun City area that I can recommend. Let's go to the phones. Blyden, how are you today? What can we do for you? Uh- First of all, good morning, Mark, and I wanted to thank you and your staff for uh, a uh, informative show, which is uh, greatly appreciated by many, many citizens here in the great state of Arizona. Thank you. Now, my question is this. I have a um, 2011 XJL, and when you open the door, uh, this will be the front door, and you look right behind where the... uh, 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 let's say that all right, the door locks, okay. and you're inside the car. 
you look at the interior right right next to the the door and there's there's some cloth there so that does that uh, are you are we on the same page is it is it about the size of a dime and is it round oh no no it's uh i'm sorry it's uh, it goes from um okay so when you open the door and there's some material uh that um uh, and i apologize uh, basically, what, I, what my problem is that the material is uh, not attached to where it's supposed to be. Okay, well, let me ask and, you a couple questions. Is the material sure. rubber and black? No. No, okay. it's, it's cloth. So, so it's not, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead with your train of thought. Is it part of the seat or the carpet? No, not the carpet or the seat. It's, it's again, it's in the, it, I don't want to say the door well, but as I'm saying, when you open the door and you literally look to your right and, and you'll, you'll see some material. Okay. And, uh, and it's so, on the inside of the door. When you close the door, it's on the inside of the car. It's not on the outside of the car. Right. It's on the inside. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Well, you're talking about a piece of weather stripping from the interior. Um, um, well, you know, maybe that's what that is. I, I don't know if it's weather stripping. As I said, it's, it's, and I apologize, Mark, for not okay. being specific. Well, let's let's just do this, Blyden. Let's just do this. We can't do this, this kind of back and forth because I, I, you don't know what you're talking about, and and I and I I can't guess. Let's do this. Yeah, I, I'm happy to do this. I want you to st- open the door, and I want you with your right finger to point at what you're talking about, and with your left hand take a picture and send it to Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark oh. at MarkSalem.com. Okay, so just Mark stand back. Okay. Yeah, Salem like the cigarette. Stand back, put okay. your right hand, or have your wife out there and have her do the Vanna White with her finger, okay? And you take a okay. picture. And don't include her head or anything like that, but just send yeah. me a picture of what you're talking about because I can address it real quick. Is this thing a yeah. concern? Is it coming apart? Is it starting to fray? What's the issue? Yeah. Okay. Well, they, well, basically, uh, it's just, it's just, uh, it has separated. It's beginning to separate. Okay. So, and so, I went to an upholstery right. place. And but what I'll do is I'll uh, follow your directions and uh, send it to you. Okay, and, and, and that's fine. And if you also include yourself or include a phone number, if I decide yeah. to call you back, I'm going to call you from a blocked line. Okay. Okay. And so, I, and no, the first sure. thing I'll say is, this is Mark Salem. Don't hang up on me, and then you'll okay. know it, and then we can talk. So, yeah, do that. Thank you, Blyden. Thank you very much. Nick, how can I help you? Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm good. Good. Thank you for asking. Um, good. So my question is, it's not a specific car question, but it's more about that uh, car fax thing. How important is it to keep that thing up to date, and is every shop, whenever you go, if your tires rotated, oil change, are they obligated to update that? No, no, not at all. We're not obligated to update anything. Um, okay. The Carfax has the ability to, with certain people and certain groups of people like dealerships and stuff to have access to that kind of information so that they can post it. Um, you can accomplish the goal I think you're trying to accomplish is when you buy a car, a used car, you should always ask for the maintenance records to, to look at the maintenance records before you buy the car. 
And if they don't have any maintenance records and it's got 80,000 miles on it, that means they probably just bought it at the auction and they washed it and waxed it and now they want to sell it for a big profit. On the other right. hand... On the other hand, if you you'll oftentimes find people with a three-ring notebook with all the tickets in it. Now there's your Carfax. Now the only thing you need to do on the Carfax is go ahead and ask for a Carfax, and here's why. There's a whole lot of body shops that will report via their insurance relationship the crashes on a car. So you're very likely to, the Carfax will show any kind of body damage, any kind of collision, any kind of that kind of repair, a body shop repair. That's likely to be there. You're going to get the dealership stuff, but as you well know, uh, and I can attest to, a whole lot of my customers don't go to the dealers. But Carfax is willing to buy my information. I'm just not willing to sell it because I feel as though I'd have to query all of my 65,000 customers, and I really don't have time to do that. But if someone like you were to come in and said, this car right here belongs to Joyce, and here's her phone number, and she said for you to print out all the repair orders on my car, please, I'd do it in a heartbeat. So if you talk to the owner of the used car, ask them who serviced it, and ask them if they can call the shop and get copies of all their repair orders. That's no problem. Okay, great. I just, yeah, it's, just, it's something that I've been wondering because just getting oil changes, ro- tire rotations, and all that stuff, and you know, I always get a either a shop does or doesn't re- report it, so I didn't know what you know. Yeah, they they're willing to pay its force, but th- I think there's a privacy. Mark Salem thinks there's a privacy issue there, and I can't commit for my customers without their authorization. And like I said, I've got sixty thousand customers, and I can't possibly take the time to go ask them if that's okay. So that's kind of the push on it. Anyway, good luck to you, Nick. Thank you very much. That's an interesting question. I think that's the first time I've ever had that one. But I was able to have an answer, and I and I, I did better than just uh, guess. Uh, I can tell you unequivocally how they gather that information. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. There's five of them, and we'll be right back. For everything your business needs to make this year your year, Staples has you covered. I need to organize all my papers and files from last year and the year before that. Staples has you covered. I need to clear clutter from my office and my home office and my home. Staples has you covered with everything you need to get organized this year at amazing savings. Right now at Staples, get up to 50% off select file folders, file cabinets, file boxes, and storage bins. Make this year your year at Staples. The Working and Learning Store ends 128 in-store only. Are you tired of exposing your retirement stock to market risk? How would you like the potential to participate in credited interest from market-indexed returns and limit the downside? Join Adam Rosendahl for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. You can also call Adam Rosendahl now for your complimentary customized Safe Money and Income Kit and Safe Money and Income Book. 1-844-452-SAFE. That's 1-844-452-7233. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves 
It's, it's their whole family. It brings it all together. We have scars that we carry. And just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. Plenty of people start something great in their 40s and 50s. Getting your retirement savings on track is no different. Go to aceyourretirement.org and in three minutes you'll get personalized tips to help boost your retirement savings. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Welcome back, everybody. Let me push the right button here, and uh, we'll get Mark back on the air. There we go. Anyway, real quick, let me tell you about Kurtz Automotive. Kurtz is one of my shops that's located at I-17 in Bell Road. And I've told you before, but it's worth saying again. I met Kurtz 100 years ago when I sent a lady to him because I had heard he had a good shop. And she had been told by numerous shops that she needed an engine because of an oil light, a red oil light on her dash. Kurtz fixed it with an oil pressure switch and sent her on her way, and I think the bill was $45. From that point on, I've sent lots of cars to Kurtz Auto Repair. He's at I-17 and Bell, and he pulls that kind of thing about 10% of the time. They've been told this, and it really wasn't that. It's this. But he's smart enough to know that sometimes he's going to be worse than what they were told. I think you need this, but really, yes, you need this. But Kurtz is a great guy from oil changes to diagnosis. And you can tell him I said that he's he does yard... Um, <laughs> he gets mad when I said he can fix your weed eater, too. Anyways, I-17 in Bell Road, northeast corner, Kurtz Automotive, and Kurtz is spelled with a C. Let's go to the phones. Harry, how are you? Fine, how are you? Uh, shout out to Kurtz. He's a, he's a good shop. Well, thank you. And you are a customer of his. I am. For, oh gosh, 10 or 15 years at least. Well, yeah. thank you for that. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, wish you a happy new year and everything. I've, I've got a question on oil. I know you're an oil expert, and um, uh, I'm seeing a lot of the 016 oil. And is my questions are, uh, is that backward compatible to a vehicle that that uh, that has zero uh, twenty seems kind of strange that they use sixteen instead of fifteen. And is it a better oil, or is it a you know 
new generation of oil that can be used on older vehicles. Well, it, we're talking about a synthetic, right? Right, correct. Yes, okay, okay. All right. Um, zero means it flows like a zero weight when it's cold, but I think, Harry, you'll agree that in Phoenix, cold is not a, an adjective yeah. we use in the morning. <laughs> not <true>. So, <laughs> but my truck loves a zero twenty synthetic, my Dodge Diesel. And zero right. flows like a zero eight when it's cold, and I want the oil not to be peanut butter first thing in the morning. I want it to be like real water. I want it to flow gently and quickly and easily. So, and then it flows like a fifty weight when it's hot, or flows like a twenty weight when it's hot, or whatever. All of that's backward compatible. Um, you're not going to hurt your engine. Your engine doesn't have any way of knowing if you put horse urine in there or if you use a synthetic or a semi-synthetic or whatever. It doesn't know. It doesn't care. You can do anything you want, and you can change back and forth brands and weights because it doesn't know. The old wives' tale says once you start using Haviland, you have to use Haviland for the rest of your life. That was a lie then, and it's a lie now. So, yeah, if you want to use a thin... Here again, just for the rest of them, Harry, and you too... The engine has has many pieces rubbing together uh, very tight. So you put your hands in a prayer position, and like you're warming up your hands, and you go, and you do that. That's what your engine's all about. The thinner the oil we get in, it provides better lubrication, carries the heat away, and provides all kinds of great protection because it's thin as opposed to peanut butter, which is the 30s and 40s and 50 weights. So we know now that oil with the consistency of water makes our engines last longer, carries the heat away, carries the trash away, and is far better for the environment than those big peanut butter oils that we had in the 70s. So if you wanted to back up from 020 to a 015, check with Kurtz, but I wouldn't have any objection to that at all. Well, I didn't see more of it. I thought, well, I wonder if this is a a new generation of oil that, uh, you know, is... Is just better oil? You know, has better. Uh, well, you know, compo- it's not going to be Harry. It's not going to be better oil. It's just going to have different parameters, and the parameters you're talking from a zero fifteen to a zero twenty. We're talking about the thickness of an eyelash. It's right. no big deal. So if you're real happy with the zero twenty, and that's what Kurtz has got, I'd stick with the zero twenty. Yeah, that's what I. But I just been seeing more of the zero sixteen, which kind of struck me as odd. Sixteen instead of maybe fifteen because that's kind of what the increments have gone, you know, for years and years and years. So, Well, yeah. if you and I were in the oil um, build, build, building business and we sold engine oil, then if there was a 010 and a 020, I think the marketing guys would tell us to come in in a 016 right, and right. be different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Harry, thank you very much, buddy. Thank you. Chuck, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, Mark, I was wondering... Um, should you ever add watery, water to a maintenance-free battery? Add water to what? A maintenance-free battery. Have I ever? And the answer is yes. Okay. The reason why I ask is I have a motorcycle, and I it wouldn't start, put a new battery in it, pulled the old battery. It was very low on water, and I put some water in it, put a charge on it, and went up to about 12.6 volts, and it seems to be holding. So I'm wondering, <laughs> maintenance-free, is that just more planned obsolescence for a battery because you don't put water in it? And the, especially in Arizona, that water evaporates out. 
Well, a maintenance-free battery is supposed to have its own little rainstorm environment. So we're going to turn the acid to a vapor. It's going to go to the top of the battery. Then we're going to condense it from a vapor to a liquid, and then it's going to rain back down in the battery. That's how it's supposed to work. Sometimes we okay. have electrical systems like your motorcycle. We typically on the electrical systems run in the vicinity of 14, maybe 15 volts. But there's some of them out there that will run higher than 15 volts under certain circumstances. Well, that's when we start heating up the water in the battery. That's when we start heating up the battery because we're adding a little bit more electricity to it than, than it was really designed to. And then it probably will throw some of the vapor out the vent hose and then that's that's got condensed water or acid in it and that's why the battery's low in your case um i would have done this i would have peeled the top off that battery and i would have added some distilled water or some regular tap water to each one of the cells and bring them up to the line i would have put a slow charge on it i would have let it charge up and then cool down a couple of times then i'd have put it back in the motorcycle and i would put a voltmeter on it and then I would look for, when I crank it over, I need to know where the voltage goes from and to. I start at 14.2, good, that's good. Or 13.2, I don't care, that's good. And it only drops a volt when I start my motorcycle up, that's good. The floor is really 9.6. 9.6 is oh, the floor. Okay. drops below 9.6 and <laughs> throw it away. So that's that's something that you could have done. Just put water in. Of course, you didn't know you needed water till you took it out, and you probably already had the new one then. And so exactly, I, I already bought the battery and put it in. <laughs> so I understand your dilemma, but you know, try it and see what happens. But see, the battery can have it can shine a, a twelve volt light for a long time, but the amp draw on a twelve volt light is one amp. But the starter in your in your motorcycle is going to be between ninety and one hundred and fifty amps. So when we want the battery to turn itself inside and out and give us a lot of power, that's called the load test. It may very well fail the load test, but it's still good, and it'll give you 12 volts for a long period of time if it's going to run one <laughs> filament. That's not the battery you want on your motorcycle. Gotcha. So right. for well, future reference. Next time before I do it, I'll check the level of the water. Yeah, and, and you know what? So will I, because I just went out to my Honda trike. Oh, by the way, if anybody out there wants a Honda trike, I'm getting ready to sell mine. A Honda Goldwing trike, independent rear suspension, all black, beautiful, 25,000 miles. Mark at MarkSam.com. Thanks for giving me that chance, <laughs> Chuck. But anyway, thank you. That's a great question. That's a great question. Thank you very much. All righty, 602 Oh, actually, we're going to be off the air here in about, uh, what, four minutes? So I'll just talk it to the end of the hour unless somebody We do have a caller. Does. Oh, go. Who is it? Say hello to David. David, good morning. How are you? Good, Mark. How are you doing? David? David? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Can go right me? ahead. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hold on. Sorry, I had down speaker. Probably wasn't picking up well. It's okay. Um, quickly, yeah. Uh, I have a uh, Lexus. It's a um, 19, I'm sorry, 19, 2017. It's a 300 hybrid. Okay. And, uh, yes, and I got this weird thing when I back up slowly out of the garage. It makes this, as I touch the brakes, it makes this clicking noise. It sounds like it's coming from the front, you know, wheel assembly. Okay. Doesn't do it when I'm in forward gear, only when, I, when I'm in backward, you know, backing up. And 
I have to take this in to get it checked, and I just want to have some idea of maybe what this might be. What you, you're you're best served by? Let's just change your focus a little bit. I need you to get somebody else involved, and I need you to be standing by the headlight on the driver's side and have them back it up, and you need to be their ears. Then you move over to the passenger side. Then you move over to the passenger door. Then you move over to the closed driver's door. You need to triangulate the noise and determine where it's coming from. In the absence of any lights on the dashboard, any warning lights, I'm I'm thinking that it might be a a pad that's clicking, and it might be a, a brake pad that uh, I would never suggest that you do this, but probably take them out, clean them up, put them back in. It would be good if it's hanging up just a little bit, but that's just a huge waste of time. But what really needs to happen is, is you need to say, here's the one, two, three, four, five of this, and I can tell you unequivocally, I put my hand on the top of the fender on the driver's side, and I can feel the click, or I put my hand on the wheel as they back out slowly, and I can feel the click. If you if you came into my shop like that, they'd probably hug you, because you come in with information nobody else has. Okay, I'll give it a try. Okay, good luck to you. The more, the more information you can give with symptoms is just symptoms, and the answers to the questions from the shop is yes, no, or I don't know. We're really not interested in what Google said on the Internet. You don't want to pay for us to chase Google's idea about what's wrong with your car. If you come in and tell us that in the morning when I start the car up, there's some clicking noise goes on underneath the dash, or then we say to you, okay, well, we want you to try... And we want you to start the car up this whole week with the defrost, set in defrost. And then next week, we want you to set it for center vent air. And then the third week, we want you to set it for floor air. And we want to know if the noise changes. And you come back and you go, yes, it goes away when I <laughs> move it to the center vent or the floor vents. Okay, well, then we got a clicking noise in the motor that redirects the air to the windshield. You've just saved yourself a hundred dollars worth of diagnosis, a hundred bucks, at least a hundred dollars, because now we know how to duplicate it. That's important. So don't be afraid of 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 and even writing it down. And you have yeah, everybody has phones. Take a picture and or turn on the recording device and say, "I was standing here, and you can hear me say to my wife, okay, start the car up. There's no clicking going on." Okay, honey, put it in reverse. She puts it in reverse. No clicking, but she lets go of the brakes, and there's a clicking. And you can definitely hear it on the driver's side front tire a lot more than all the rest of them. That's the kind of stuff that we need. That's the kind of stuff that's going to save you a lot of money in the diagnostic procedure. Otherwise, we're going to have that car for two or three days as we try to make it happen. And there's a good chance we're not going to be able to. And you'll be frustrated, and so will we. All right, mark at marksalem.com. My email address is mark at marksalem.com. My website is marksalem.com. Salem is spelled like the cigarette, M-A-R-K-S-A-L-E-M. And I'll see you next Saturday here at KKNT 960. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.